0: Give me fuel, give me fire, give me turned into a circus actor. Ellie sucks.
1: Can I say something that I think is bullshit? food, Yes, we sell out. He also told me he was on acid.
0: Yeah, you better wash that mic off. I was going to fill it up with my own urine.
1: Alcoholica.
0: And I talked about digging a hole in fucking dirt, smoking hash through the ground.
2: Hey, Metallica fans, this is Doc Core from Bad Wolves, and you're listening to And Podcast for All. Now give me the keys, you fucking cocksucker motherfucker! podcast for all I'm Shane Obershaw and I'm Jeff Winslow Jeff didn't we get stood up a couple months ago where we talked about ex-girlfriends high school sweethearts just basically getting stood up
0: yeah yeah it happens from time to time and even on and podcast for all we the, the host and the co-host we get stood up and it's a bummer
2: remember back in the day at blockbuster video if you didn't rewind or return on time you you got fined
0: yeah, please rewind. Be kind, rewind.
2: That's what it was. <laughs> I think if you start, I shouldn't say no showing, but when a special guest, a special star guest
0: texts you within a half an hour of start time, I think there should be a penalty. Uh, do you mean within 120 seconds of start time? Basically. that That's about <laughs> what it was. I think it was like 7.58 and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> what What do you think the fine should be? Ah, you know, how about an awesome shout out on their social media page? That'd be great that could happen It could happen maybe a really good seven star rating on on all of the podcast platforms I mean I'll take that too not five star not six star we're talking we're talking
2: straight up seven stars seven you know, maybe can it go
0: higher than number
2: one maybe forty two fifty in a casio yeah, there we go <laughs> <laughs> it's nine twenty one Literally at 9.02, we texted the guest we have waiting in our virtual green room right now to see if he could jump on and join us, and by the grace of the Metallica
0: world, God's looking down, he's ready to come in. And you know what? This is a great full circle moment for us, because anybody who has been following the podcast and has listened to all the episodes, they might recognize our upcoming guest here. I just went to the iPhone notepad app
2: it's amazing how much I use that app is is your oh. iPhone notes pad with the ye- the yellow legal pad just full of nonsense like mine Oh, it,
0: dude it's it's ridiculous I have everything from mm-hmm. our 20 week 40th anniversary countdown to set list to lyrics I mean mm-hmm. as you can see here just filled with just random random stuff. go down a couple years and click on something and let me know what's in that phone Uh, Let's see. Uh, It goes back five years, five, six years. And and what is that subject line called? uh, It's, you know, old. The very oldest one is lyrics for my other band, A Moment in Time, one of our first singles. And it's the original lyrics from it, from like 2016. (laughs) You're going to laugh at mine. My oldest
2: one is from July 22nd of 2016. So pretty similar to your year. Pretty close. It's called, I was March 14th. It's called Middle East Notes, and I took notes on
0: everything that funny happened when we were in Bahrain. You have that from? I still have that. Oh, my gosh. We were just talking about that show this past weekend, and that's that was an interesting time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read number three out
2: loud on the air here. Ready? All right. Chris, leaving his passport in luggage and didn't keep it on himself, Put it in his roller bag and gate check, and the gate agent decided to gate check
0: it against his wish. Brilliant move. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that, and all of a sudden he realized he needed to get it. And didn't I think oh. Pizzle and Bill they had their they because they had the exact same roller bag. Yeah. And Pizzle put his his passport, I think, in Bill's bag, and then thought he lost it. We tore his room apart. Oh man, that was a mess. Here's another good one.
2: Shane puts all the guitars on a smart cart at the Bahrain airport, thinking it was free to wheel them inside. Guy pushes them inside for us to the KLM ticket counter and demands money. Shane says, I found the cart. I ain't fucking tipping you. The guitar. The, the guy returns with a slip that says it's the law to pay the cart pusher on Bahrain. Shane said, yes, sir. Here's
0: your dollar. <laughs> Here's your dollar. Yeah. When they tell you that when you're in the Middle East and they they tell you, no, no, that's the law. You're going to do it. We go, Absolutely. Here's your dollar. I, I I don't need to be beheaded
2: right now, so I will comply. Here Here's your one dinar. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, anyway, speaking of, God, we could talk about what's on our notepads for a 50-hour segment. Oh, man, I have old set lists. <laughs> <laughs> There's just useless information on here. No wonder my memory fills up so quick on this goddamn thing.
0: It's the notepads, I swear.
2: So we went to uh, my entire list that I keep for guests, and we just said, Let's just go right to the top, our OG guest in uh, what he calls
0: himself Ratings Bar Setter. <laughs> hey, he set the bar high for every guest that has come after him. So, I mean, hey, You're, what better than to go back to him, right? To the OG, this is totally off the cuff,
2: no set list, winging it 101 times a 1,000 in my book. You ready to talk to him? I'm ready, man. Let's bring him in. From Chicago, Chicago. Illinois season one episode one fast forward to season 5 episode 10 mr Drumroll, Robert don't call me Bobby
0: or rourke what's up dude what's up guys how are you dude you're you're you've come back it's like back to the future yeah yeah it, wel- welcome back Bob we missed you who's Biff <laughs> where's a flying, biff
1: a flying delorean a flying
0: delorean bob thanks so much
2: for showing up with absolutely four minutes notice and you're wearing a shirt that i'm very
0: jealous of we can see it on riverside i mean, bought this in wrigleyville the jason mask is very cool
1: one of the, one of the bootleg shirts outside of wrigley field
0: dude <laughs> that is so cool
1: pj sh- pj's uh shirt
0: hey man you yeah. know if I were to wear anything Blackhawks related to my father in law's house, he would take it and bring it outside and burn it because he doesn't allow it. But I showed up in the Griswold Blackhawks jersey, yeah. and I was accepted. So it's all right. Crazy. on. Right on. Right
2: so right if on. it's actual Blackhawks, it's a no. But if it's if
0: it's if it's Clark, you're good. If it's Griswold, yes. If it's actual Blackhawks, no. Nope. He won't. I don't even know if he wants to let me in the house. So <laughs> I, I,
1: I would pass with this then.
0: Yeah, you would pass absolutely. Right on.
2: Well boys, season five, episode ten. You the fan, Bob, drive the discussion. You the fan basically were notified of this ten minutes ago. I, <laughs> no time what, to prepare. <laughs> what I mean, come on, fellas, what should we talk about tonight in the world of M- Podcast for all for all you Metallica fans?
1: Well, I think obviously the first thing that we should talk about <clears throat> is uh the announcement that Metallica did about their podcast about including the fans.
2: That's right. That's yes, huge.
1: Sir. That's that's, I, I mean, nobody's talked about that yet because it literally just happened, what, Friday? They took yeah. another
2: page out of Jeff and I's book, so whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, they, they
0: have people listening. They know what's going on. So yeah, they yeah. do. Like, we, we see your footsteps, Metallica. We know what's going mm-hmm.
1: on. Mm-hmm.
0: When that
2: news came out, we were sound checking at that uh, place in Ohio we played on Saturday. Within 10 minutes, I had five or six text messages going, did you see this? I go, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. We'll, we'll get the attorneys involved again.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was I was at work, and it was like I got the, the text. I'm like, oh, shit, I have uh, an hour until my lunch break. So I'm like, hmm. So I kind of rushed around and, you know, thought of some questions. I didn't get to do all of them, but I did a few. And then, uh, you know, by the end of my lunch break, I think maybe did three or four. And each answer was probably two minutes long, if that. And I tried to do one or two more um, at the end of my workday at, like, 7 o'clock. And I think by then it was kind of closed because they were – and they already said something on the website, too, that it was closed because there were too many submissions. But whatever. See what happens. It's fun.
2: So you're saying you were one of – I think they cut it off at 500? Yeah.
0: So you're saying there's a chance.
1: Hell yeah. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Hey.
2: What you what'd you talk about? I mean we won't spoil your info, yeah. but there's gotta be some subject line there.
1: Um, I think actually there there might have been some some overlap from uh the first time we, we talked, um, you know, in terms of coming online with Metallica, um, impressions of the Sandman video. Mm. Um, nice. Yeah, you know, um just kind of I one of the ones I answered was like why I think the album is such a huge, you know, one of the biggest sellers of all time. Um, and then later on I was telling my wife about it. She's like, That sounds great. She's like, you know, that, that you, you should write something. I'm like, Well, I, I did. I recorded it on the podcast, you know, so we'll see if they use it.
2: Oh, if I remember right, did you tell them that you found a damaged ink shirt in that abandoned house? <laughs> abandoned, no. That's what no, I remember. I did not.
1: Yeah, I didn't. That that I sh- I should have <laughs> dropped that nugget, but I, I did I did drop a nugget that I think um i think it it's kind of unique in terms of uh the live shows uh on that tour um who if anybody knows me they they know when my first show was so but yeah hopefully hopefully i'll get on and i won't spoil it but yeah Um, metallica related though today i was out shopping um you know just getting lost and looking for you know horror blu-rays or dvds or vhs whatever and um there's a, the store, there's a store called Half Price Books in this area, and um, they usually set up a Halloween section and they have a lot of, you know, horror movies and stuff, and it's great for, like, one-stop shopping. I walk in, I go right to that section, I see all the shit, I'm like, alright, cool, I'll take this, I'll take that, or your selection is garbage, I'm leaving. They had, <laughs> so they had DVDs in the bottom, they had books, they had, there was a magazine I got, um, but then in the CDs, they had, like, a couple of soundtracks, like the Hellraiser 2 soundtrack.
0: Oh, I love that movie
1: yeah but then they had kill them all and i'm like
0: half price books
1: yeah but they had kill them all in with the horror stuff i'm like
0: <laughs> okay because so there's my, blood and a hammer now all I, of a sudden yeah, it's, a, it's a horror movie
1: i guess but my first thought of course and this takes me back to um i guess this would be something we could talk about too um
0: we've got a new record
2: out on half Price <laughs> book records <laughs> yeah, <yet>. yeah right
1: <laughs> back in the day you know, hearing the legend about kill em all with the two extra tracks. You know, right. um, and and searching and again, maybe I talked about this uh, the last time we, we talked, but um, there was a record store. Um, the the main record stores I would go to in the mall were um, Fye or back then it was called the Wall, mm. um, and then there was one called Alwick. No music.
0: Sam Goody for you.
1: <laughs> Sam Goody. Sam Goody was at another one of the malls, but that was I, I started going there a little bit later. Yeah, but. My friend and I, my friend Chris, who kind of got me into Metallica, we would always go into the stores and we'd look immediately in the cassettes and go right to the wall and look down and find Kill 'Em All and pull it out to see if it was the if one I had with bl- Mikey Blitz screen. Yep. And even though I have a few copies of that now, I'm like, I still am on the search. You know, I have a few a of them, but I'll take some more. Yeah, because you see one and it's it's orphaned and it needs a home, so you you bring it home. What Same is- thing with Garage Days We Revisited. You see an original on CD, well, maybe I need that. You know.
0: You know what's funny about that? Because you know you'll take care of it better than someone else. Well,
2: that's right. Bob's got a great. Um, um, he's a great foster parent, is what he's trying to say. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what's funny about that? That evil and Blitzkrieg Kill 'Em All. When I got into the band, my brother's ten years older than I am, so obviously you can see all that happened in the the late eighties, early nineties when I started checking things out. So my brother Chad gives me the Kill 'Em All CD back when CD players were the end thing, and you're like, dude, you have the cassette. Check this out. I got the CD. I got CDs. Yeah. And he didn't know at the time that it was 12 tracks, Evil and Blitz. And I just thought that was normal. Mm-hmm. So when, I don't know when I realized it, but when all my other friends were getting the CD. You're like, wait a and minute. That, and it stopped, and you didn't hear the intro to Evil, and it was just, oh, that's the record. I'm like, no, it's not.
0: You're like, there's something but, missing here. Yeah,
2: yeah. I remember my, my buddy Mark Olson, he's now a cop in Atlanta. He's like, dude, this album is awesome. And we listened to his his Volvo that had like 500,000 miles on it because those cars go for that long. Forever. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. We He had a CD player, and he's like, yep, that's the record. I'm like, no, 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 dude, there's two more songs. He's like, no, that's that's it. i like, like, Metal dude. Militia, this isn't right. I was like, dude, am I evil in Blitzkrieg? And he's like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm like, dude, I'm telling you that evil in Blitzkrieg. I said, Blitzkrieg's one of my favorite songs. It's on Kill em All. He's like, no, what? it's not. I'm like, What's yes, it is. is. <laughs> <laughs> and then I start checking out the new CDs at like Best Buy, Circuit City, yeah. Sam Goody. And I'm like, oh, where the City. hell are these tracks at? And I was like, this is, you know, as a high school kid, I was like, this is odd. But I know well, those two songs are on there because
0: I have it. And of course, the internet's not booming yet, so you can't just jump no. on Google and be like, "Why is this happening?"
1: It was, it was all playground, you know. Whispers. You know? Absolutely, it
2: was weird, and I'm
0: like, Shane st- thought there was some kind of weird conspiracy going on. <laughs>
2: Absolutely, I still have that copy, and I, to me, "Evil" and "Blitzkrieg" are "Kill 'Em All" songs, and I, I never agree. think of
0: those on yeah. Garage whatsoever. I never have. Yeah, I always thought of them as "Kill 'Em All" songs. Mm-hmm.
1: The, the funny thing too is the fact that you know they were part. They were. Garage Days Revisited, um, yes. you know, and, and that, I mean, Creeping Death wasn't released as a single in the States. So, you know, I had no idea what that was. I mean, you, you would see like in the back of the Live Ship Bench and Purge book, you'd see the discography, which was really tiny and you'd see the singles and be like, Whoa, I got to get that. I got to get that. What the hell is like, that? I didn't even you know, know they had that. Death. Yeah. Jump on the fire whiplash. What? Right. And I remember finding, um, there was this place, um, this is actually like the second time this, this place will be mentioned in the in a podcast lately because um, there's another podcast I listened to where this guy was talking about this flea market that he would go to called, he called it The Q-Mart, but I know it as Q-Mart in Quakertown, PA. Okay. And... Um,
2: Quickie Mart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's It's an indoor-outdoor flea market and in the back there's like these barns and stuff where you know people have their little booths where they would sell stuff and you go there and find toys and collectibles and
0: I always look for old Hot Wheels there
1: right there, there's a guy there that has all this army surplus stuff a lot of cool shit and there was a dude who had records he had vinyl and he had cassettes on the wall I found the Creeping Death single on cassette from him and it was I believe it was either the French or the UK pressing I can't remember which one um, I gotta make Jeff I,
2: jealous right now because it's within arm's reach. Oh, there, there
0: you go. Is. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I love that. And um, so cool. So,
1: so I had that, and then also in the and I don't think this was at the same time, but it was definitely the same booth, the same vendor. Digging through his records, I find White Zombie, God of Thunder, uh, nice. on green vinyl. Got that, and and again, this was in the this was like ninety six, ninety seven. And I get that, then I'm going through, a find New Wave of British Heavy Metal, 79 Revisited. And I'm wow. like, oh, shit, I know what this is. I pull it out, look on the back, and it says, you know, um, compiled by Lars Ulrich or whatever it was. Right. I'm like, I'm going to get this, keep digging, and then I find the gold Creeping Death 12-inch, the, the anniversary edition. It's just oh, the wow. record, no sleeve or anything. I mean, it was in, like, a plastic sleeve.
0: This
2: is all in one visit? Yeah. I got That's the-
0: quite the score. <laughs>
1: and I was just and the dude the dude was like oh I don't even know what's in that box I'm like yeah dude you have no idea yeah you
0: have no idea what you have this is only worth two dollars I'll take it
1: (laughs) yeah and I think I think maybe one of those was like 15 or 20 you know that might have been the highest out of those three records I was like
0: I mean, finding, finding stuff like that is awesome. I mean, I remember there used to be this little record shop just right around the corner from my house and I would go in there to find, you know, CDs that obviously they didn't have at Best Buy or any of the other stores. And I remember I came across this live, like bootlegged Metallica CD and it was from like 81, 82. It still said mechanics on it. Ron was in the band and Dave is still in the band and Dave is singing mechanics live with Metallica, I still have the CD. Terrible, terrible recording. But it's I remember when I bought it, I couldn't stop listening to it. I was like, right. just the the fact that there is actually audio of you know that era of Metallica. I mean everyone thinks of it, you know, with Cliff and Kirk and Kill 'em all and that's where it all started. What's it called? Is it a title to it? It's just called Metallica Live dot 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 in the beginning.
1: Uh, I've, I've heard of that one i've heard of that one because i i'm how I original remember hearing of it in the beginning yeah
0: yep yep and it's yeah i think it's from like late 81 or early 82 something like that wow, and like yeah, first it's got, five shows yeah yeah and dave and ron are both still in the band it's crazy
1: at first when you were you were talking about it i was like oh is it that bay area thrashers thing oh yeah I, I
0: i yep i know that one too Let's i bought
1: that I and i was like this is freaking no lift to leather with fake crowd noise, and then some of the banter from <laughs> Cliff Amal spliced in. Splice like, what in. is this bullshit? I'm like, and you know, the funny thing too, going back to the Creeping Death single, I found the CD at this this uh, local record store that we used to go to, and I would get bootlegs. I got, um, one of the bootlegs I got was uh, Dying Time is Here, and it was the, one, the second of the Slim's shows that they did in 96. Nice. Um, but they also, from that same store, I got um, the Creeping Death uh, CD, and it has Jump on the Fire, the the CD, the single for that too.
2: Nice.
1: And the guy at the at the counter, and I remember because he, I always thought he looked like Kirk. He he, <laughs> he he. Me and my buddy were like, dude, it's totally Kirk Hammond. And he was he like, works yeah, at man. the store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and he's like, yeah, dude, Nico. there's some really good live tracks on the, on this too. You know, the um, Phantom Lord and Seek and Destroy. And he's like, they sound really good. And by then, I had seen cliff them all so i was familiar with how they actually sounded 84 85 you know 86 and so i'm like okay and i listened to it i'm like that doesn't sound something sounds off about uh, that yeah. this was again before the internet so you're reading in like metal edge or something and you read about <laughs> oh the the fakes the fake live tracks i'm like well there you go that's why it sounds so good because you know
0: <laughs> yeah just like kiss alive <laughs> yeah that was all piped in yeah. yeah, I mean, I think half of Kiss Alive was recorded during soundcheck. Mhm. <laughs> I mean, don't <laughs> get me wrong, it's it's it's, you know, ingenious what they decided to do at that time and obviously sure. it's still stands the test of time all of the alive records, but yeah, it really surprised me when, you know, when I was young and I found out I'm like, wow, I'm like not all of these songs are actually 100% live. That's interesting.
1: Now, speaking of that, do you remember Oh God! It would have been sometime in the '90s. I don't remember if it was when Motley Crue came back with um, uh, with Vince Neal for that Generation Swine record. Swine, oh yeah, such
0: a great record.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I could actually talk about that record for an hour right now. Isn't
0: it "Shout at the Devil '97" or something yeah. on there? Some- oh oh God! Afraid, glitter. Brandon.
1: <laughs> Do you remember the American music awards when they yes. had their big thing and, and Metallica yes. of course performed.
2: Yes. And
1: this was back again before I was in the Met club. So I wasn't reading. So what I was reading metal edge and getting in there and of course, you know, it's sure. a freaking tabloid rag, Yeah. but you'd have the sound bites of, you know, so-and-so talking shit and Metallica talking shit back. So I would be like, all right, I'm never listening to Pantera because Phil Anselmo talks so much shit. Fuck him, you know, or something. <laughs> Um, Dude,
2: I actually miss going to Barnes and Noble and sitting there for an hour reading fucking oh, I used to, Metal you know, Edge. And hey, don't buy the magazine; world. just go grab yeah, just them, read, read through yes. all of
0: them, and then put them back on the rack and leave.
2: If Metallica was on the cover, I bought it. If not, I would sit there yeah. for an hour and read the whole damn thing.
1: Absolutely. But there was there was a, I don't remember if it was a Metal Edge or it had to be where somebody Nikki Six or Tommy Lee was talking shit about live shit binge and purge and saying that oh it was recorded in the studio because lars had said something at um at the american music awards that they were using a tape for their performance and so he was like oh that that whole live record was recorded in the studio and you know
0: i don't believe that i mean that shit no No, there's no way there's no way it wasn't no, of course. The the flow of it. Like you can when you listen to something like a live, it sounds live, but if you hear it go from song to song, there's very few songs where you actually hear any banter. There's way too much bullshit. Now, I don't say bullshit, no. but you know what I mean. Like there's way too much like them fucking around in between songs for that to be like, oh, we're going to be in the studio and say, you know, whatever the fuck, you know, they decide to say inspector gadget doodle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, right, right. You know, it's always it's always, you know, the music awards or, you know, some kind of it, it, people use that platform to stir up shit. Look at what just happened with MGK and Conor McGregor at the VMAs, like starting shit at a music award show where there's a bunch of cameras and people around and, you know. Tall, skinny, almost VMAs. got, almost got beat up. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's talk about "Afraid," glitter, and shout the devil. Ninety-seven. Oh God! And see now, now that's something that's worth talking some She's shit about. So
2: afraid to touch. <laughs> see, I, I,
1: never listened to it, so I don't. I, you know, I, what was it? Um, what's the the Saturday Night Live sketch with uh, Barry Gibb, the talk show? He's like, you oh know, right, I've, I, I, have no opinion. You know, I, that's, I don't, I never listened to it. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, Barry. Nice and I remember that's, Glitter, that's a,
2: I remember Generation Swine, or I remember Afraid and Shout the Devil. I got to pull up the rest of the track list here.
0: You know, I have that record in my Apple Music, but I can't say I've listened to it more than like once. I, I went through and, you know, when you first get, you know, like Apple Music or Spotify or anything like that, yeah. like you're going through, you're downloading, you know. And for me, if I like an artist, I'm going to download every single thing. Sure. Because why not? You know, and obviously... I liked a lot of Motley Crue, but I wasn't really familiar with that record in particular. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna give it a shot, I'm gonna listen through it and I'm just like I made it through it once and That was it. That that was enough for me. Like Tap how most <laughs> like how most people feel about Sane Anger, that's how beauty, I feel about swine. Anybody
2: out there Rocket ship. Oh, and then the song at the end is called Brandon. That's Tommy playing piano, talking about his kid. His kid. Yeah. Oh, right. that,
1: that wasn't a song about Brandon Lee from The Crow. <laughs> <laughs> too soon. That's, Sorry. The Brandon
2: song is terrible.
1: <laughs> I can imagine. That was my wife just walked by back. back
0: oh, there. hello.
2: She Miss, went upstairs. Miss Bobby O'Rourke has arrived.
1: That's right. That's right.
2: <laughs> She's probably just at her boyfriend's house. No, oh. She was over at her sister's cooking. Yeah, that's what they all say. Yeah. <laughs> How did we get talking about Generation Swine? Because
1: <laughs> um, we were talking about live records, and I oh, that's right. segued into Live Shit, Binge, and Purge. I still think Live Shit, Binge, and Purge holds up to the point where I listen to that more than S&M and S&M 2. And the, through the Never soundtrack. Because, I, I mean, Live Shit, dude, I, I have so many memories of listening to that front and back, I would agree. learning the banter front to back. Now if I, mean, there, I could do the same thing with s and You're S&M talking about too.
0: Mexico City, right? Hell yeah. If there okay. was going to be a live record now, and I know it's not, but if there was going to be a live record that Metallica did that sounds like it was done in the studio, it would be Through the Never. Yeah. Because, I mean, even like oh, Rob's God, backups. Yeah. They, the mixer is amazing. You, you, it's way too clear from what you normally hear. Every, you know, the harmonies are absolutely perfect. So it sounds, to me, that would be the record that if, mm-hmm. I mean, I know it wasn't, but. That'd be their kiss alive. That, yeah, exactly. I mean, it sounds yeah. amazing. It sounds like it, I mean, the drums on that mix
1: that version of battery forget it
0: arena rock with that kick drum i still go to through the never creeping death version anytime i ever listen to that song that's the version i go to i Mm -hmm. love that version it's funny did you get
1: the sorry man go ahead
0: no go ahead go ahead
1: did you get the louder than life uh download yet i did not i I got it this morning uh before i went out uh it sounds really good for for night one you know and i was gonna say
0: did you get night two yet
1: i don't even i don't know if it's up yet because i haven't i haven't done anything with that yet but
2: um, i have to admit something yeah i don't know why but i don't download the shows that i've been to i just it's i'm not ragging on it it's just not for me i've never been sure. like oh i need to download you know lincoln nebraska 2018 i just i've never got into that for some you're reason. like i was
0: there i saw it i enjoyed it yeah it's that
1: yeah yeah so it's always been fun for me but yeah I, I i can understand why you wouldn't want to the
0: only one i did was xl 2004 yeah, because I played drums at the end. I I do have yeah. I do have the audio from that one. People
2: right now are going, "What the hell is he talking about?" <laughs> Insert clip. August sixteenth, O four XL, St. Paul, Minnesota. That is yours truly trying to play drums with a heartbeat of four thousand a minute on seek and destroy.
0: Yeah, there's only there's only about eighteen <laughs> and a half thousand people watching you do that, no me pressure included. <laughs>
2: Don't fuck up. Right. <laughs> I think the reason I'm not into downloading shows is. Because of Mexico City, because of Through the Never, because of what, to me, a live record is. Sure. And let's be honest, the downloaded shows. They don't are, sound the same. No. I mean, they're mixed and they're touched up a little bit and they come out in three or four days. They didn't have six months to really tweak shit and make They it sound, sound very soundboard audio-ish. Yeah. I mean and that's fine. Yeah, I, yeah, no, yeah it, absolutely, yeah. And people go you know, fucking gaga over that shit and collect all those shows and it's cool. And it's cool mm-hmm. now that when you buy your ticket, you get the download of it. Yep. Yeah, but i I just don't need 94 versions of Harvester on my you know iTunes.
1: <laughs> well, the, like the Well, see, that's that's the way mine is because I have a lot of bootlegs and a lot of live shows on my in my sure.
2: iTunes. But you know, like
1: that when they put out that big box set um, a bunch of years ago of all the stuff in Australia. Yeah, I was like, I mean, there are some good shows where they played like Metal Militia, which was rare at the time. I mean, it's still rare, but you know, some of that stuff. But I'm like, do I need it? And literally a box full of all these CDs. I'm like, no. But, and of course, right now there's probably Australians going, that fucking wanker, you
2: know? That <laughs> wanker from Chicago. He's, yeah. he's
0: ready to move to Florida. You what know what I have to say to all of them? I don't, we don't need the box set. We don't need all of that. That's what YouTube is for. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> True. True.
2: I'm yeah. about 40% through the black album box set contents, speaking of. Nice overloaded with content and not enough time of the day to look at the content
1: and i gotta i gotta i gotta pick up the book again the, the box has been sitting on my dining room cap- table uh for i guess now a month
2: <laughs> speaking of the book i just jeff i texted this you like two days ago about the snake pit ramps yes yeah that was crazy did you read the part bob about how the snake pit stage came from europe and nothing was labeled or marked. They didn't know how to assemble it. Did you read this part? No, no. They put the son of a bitch together. It only it only lasted for like two shows. The rest of that indoor arena OG snake pit had to be held up by carjacks.
1: <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yes. Wow. It's, the more you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, the more you know for real. It's I believe it's Tony Smith telling that story about Holy if shit. everyone knew. He's like, hold on, I need to write down a note to make sure to follow, find that in the book. Yeah,
1: I'm going to go over. What <laughs> part?
2: Apparently wild, that man. entire stage was made in the UK. It was shipped over, and they said when they opened up the containers to put it together, nothing was labeled. They had no idea how it worked. They spent like four days in a row with no sleep getting this thing together for like the first show, and it didn't last long where... So many parts were missing. They were using car floor
0: jacks to hold up those oh, ramps shit. for three years. <laughs> hey guys, oh, hope shit. hope you hope you don't fall when you when you walk over the snake pit.
1: <laughs> or they they should I was put like, some tires pretty... under it so in case the jack does fall that you don't God. get crushed because the tires.
0: <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> Jesus. I was like, that's pretty cool knowledge that no one knew. It, it was just so shady.
1: <laughs> the, the the funny thing too about that stage, like, because obviously San Diego '92 and Live Ship Management Purge, you know, you get the music video cuts and you. I mean, before YouTube, you really couldn't find any bootleg videos of that tour unless you were in the trading circuit or you went to a store that had some. I mean, I was getting bootleg videos at, you know, record stores back in the day, too. Sure. But nothing from 92. And so I really had no idea what that stage exactly looked like. I had seen photos, obviously, in the Live Shit book, um, obviously, San Diego 92. Uh, I had the Wherever We May Roam tour poster Mm-hmm. um you know it had the black logo at the top and it had the wherever we may roam 91 92 93 at the bottom individual pictures of the guys and the centerpiece was this big picture of the stage the indoor stage and you could see it but it was only one angle so i didn't know that the back kind of ramped up mm-hmm. you know like kind of went up like almost like a i guess like the hood of a snake I guess would be the best way or the hood of a cobra you know Mm -hmm. and so that was mind-blowing until I saw god I don't remember what picture it was that I saw within the last year or two and I was like holy shit that's what that actually does I thought it just went around flat
2: it goes up to like a point in the back
1: yeah that was really bizarre because you could see this the staircases and the little bridge that goes over the the original snake pit but had no idea that was mind-blowing
2: It's like the the three main staircases were the big ones, and then that fourth one only had like three or four steps on it.
1: Yeah, because that went – did that connect to that back part?
2: It did connect to the back part, but like those two ramps that went to the back kind of had an incline up to like a point. Yeah. I know what you mean. Like when you watch live shit, you really couldn't tell. It was like you were trying to picture what that thing looked like with the house lights on. Like before, or after a show, it's you like, want what more does like really look like aerial views of it, yeah. not just yeah. right from the stage. Yeah, in live shit, the camera work is so fast; it's like you can't tell what that thing really. You can't looked actually like make, make it, was, it out what it when yeah. it was sitting still and you know unlit and not crazy. You can tell kind of even the size of it.
1: See, we learn something new every day about Metallica.
0: Yeah, all these years later, and there's still things that we have never Jeff, known. Jeff, you're a car guy. What what kind of jacks do you think they were using, bro? <laughs>
2: yeah, back in '92, Sears, ho- ho- Sears Roebuck
0: '91. Hopefully, they weren't buying it from Harbor Freight. So, <laughs> oh, Harbor <laughs> Freight was... has some good stuff, but yeah, some of yeah them... my,
1: my dad used to get a lot of good stuff from Harbor Freight. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was got a machete from Harbor Freight. The,
0: their their jack stands themselves had a recall, Did but they other have AutoZone that, back is... then. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was quite. I, no, they were probably still going to Napa Buy or. Napa. Napa or <laughs> Champion. <laughs> champion Auto. Champion. I remember that. Yep, yep. about Miney Key?
1: Was I Key around?
0: I, uh, that, yep. Yeah.
2: It was. <laughs>
0: I remember that as a kid. Yeah. Oh, man. It, you know what would be interesting to know is how many – jacks and or car jacks? did they have to use you know because obviously right. so i'm thinking that's quite a bit of stuff that had to go up yeah exactly that's a huge stage so you're telling me they set this up every day and they're like all right we're all at the 30 jacks <laughs> all right look at this is what's going to hold the boys up tonight yeah.
1: <laughs> who who had to who had to place the that order for those jacks then they call <laughs> up, you know fucking mine key in i don't you know. know salt lake city utah hey um we need <laughs> 30, 30 maybe the writer like, enter yeah,
2: jack man. man don't ask don't
0: ask what it's for
1: the stage uh, that jack built
0: right, there things. we go <laughs> i like that hey it, ma- it makes sense now the house that jack built there we go the the That's snake pit was, was the house that jack built <laughs> it's
1: all part of the plan yeah as the joker says right yeah it
0: all now comes we really
2: together. have to now we really have to have zach Harmon on the show and be like dude yeah 300 shows of floor jacks and ramps how did it happen
0: He'd be like, uh, w- "What show? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> Who? Black? Elm, what tour? I don't remember that. Story. I was on that tour.
1: I remember um, with that tour, the first non-live shit thing that I heard from it. I was at, and I was just thinking about this recently. I was my my dad was really into his computer, so we would go to like you know computer stores or one time we went to a computer fair, like a almost like a flea market." and i don't even know what he was looking for but i'm there i was probably 10 years old 11 years old and i remember looking around and i see somebody who had audio cassettes and i'm like what is this you know but they were bootleg audio cassettes so i saw metallica because i immediately went right to m and one of them was no life to leather and the other one was uh, metallica live in pittsburgh 1992 so i'm like cool let me get this audio was shit the quality was so bad even on no life to leather it was like a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy so you'd have to turn your the the headphone the headphone jack on my uh, walkman all the way up to hear it (laughs) um and even the the pittsburgh 92 i remember listening to it thinking man this is cool but it sounds like shit (laughs) sounds like shit (laughs) can't really hear it hear people singing along
0: am radio (laughs)
1: Yeah, and you know, and,
2: and again, is that the type of no recording idea. where you can hear people like sitting down, going, "Hey man, you want our beer?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love those. I love those recordings. Oh, you ever
0: heard this song before? Yeah, the the
2: best, the best. They're one, playing like, bells, and some guy goes, "Oh, this is brand new! Fuck yeah!" And they it's wrote 92. it for me. <laughs> the, the,
1: the best, the best though is Donington '95. Um, after and again, forgive me if if I mentioned this before, but this always cracks me up. Um, after Devil's Dance. James is like, "Did you get scared?" And you can hear the crowd and guys. You hear a guy go, "No, <laughs> no." <laughs> Was it too heavy for you? you? Hear a guy go, "Fuck no!" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh man, tough, right. tough crowd, tough critics." You know.
2: Oh man, that's why I like Cliff Amal, because that guy's going metal up your yeah. ass. We want more metal militia, <laughs> dude.
1: Dude, seeing
2: Cliff Amal for the first time.
1: Um, I got that on VHS at uh, this record store in um, Binghamton, New York, and uh, it was a place called Music City. We would go up there when we would vacation up in upstate PA, and we'd you know, run over. I'd make my dad drive ta- out to Binghamton. You
2: talked about this on season one, episode one, so just get to the point.
1: Yeah, so, wow, wow. Did did you consult the notes? Do you have Do you have notes for that first first episode?
2: Yeah, we should have gone back and listened to it real quick. As soon as you said vacation in Binghamton, I'm like, I remember him talking about this.
1: So, um, yeah, but getting Cliff Amal and finding that on VHS and then you know rushing back to to watch it, I remember being so excited to watch it because that was a part of Metallica lore, Cliff. Right. That you know again pre internet. You know we had no idea you know we've only seen pictures of cliff or you know we had heard you know rumors about him or um uh i remember thinking on creeping death on ride the lightning uh the, the album version the last chorus there's that that low vocal that's mm-hmm. doubling with the with the regular vocal and i was yep. like oh that's cliff you know and i don't really know if it's him um or that little snippet of him that you hear in um in uh leper messiah you know right so it's like that's why
0: I always wondered if that's why I always wondered if that's why they had Jason do the last chorus and creep because of that kind of doubling. Like, yeah. was it, was that meant to never be, like, that. you cool. know what I mean? Cause yeah. why did, why did Cliff never do it? And then all of a sudden Jason comes in on his first tour and from the whole time he's in the band, he sings just the last, it. yeah, he sings the last chorus and creep.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm amazed how Bob can remember when and where
0: he bought this shit. That is pretty amazing. I'm not going to lie. I've got quite the
2: collection, dude, but I can't remember 70% of (laughs) what store or where I actually got the damn thing.
0: Bought it at some store that sold records.
2: (laughs) Dude, I I, like, I'm looking around my collection right now, and I'm like, (laughs) every piece, I'm like, yeah, yeah, this... I know, remember buying this, but I can't picture where.
0: Isn't your Kill 'Em All Mega Forest? Isn't that from the? I know where that came from. Is that Sioux City? That record store in Sioux City? Because didn't you find one there? Or did you already? uh, It's from the the. Where's the Greasy Luck Pub at? Um, New Bedford. Oh right, that's what. Okay, I knew it was somewhere on the road. I was thinking because there was that record store that was right next to in Sioux City, and I think they had a couple of the. You
1: get the vinyl.
2: Vinyl oh, Megaforce, CD? but that was in nice. New Bedford, Massachusetts, and the guy, the, the, the guy was awesome. He knew we were playing next door that night, and there was no price tag on it. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Eh, uh, fifty bucks."
0: Yep. Now I remember. Like, it was, I said yep.
2: that is more than fair. Yeah, I gave the dude steal. sixty bucks. I said, "Thank you so much." Right on. Yeah, that was had the inner sleeve too. Uh, yes, and speaking of Motley Crue, I also bought Theater of Pain on vinyl.
0: Cool. Hey, yeah, you didn't buy Generation Swine.
2: I thought you guys were gonna laugh at that, but I I love that record. I love that artwork on Theater of Pain. <laughs> I
0: love Theater of Pain. I don't I don't think that's a bad record by any means. My favorite song on there, "Keep Your Eye on the Money." <laughs> well, I'm not gonna say that's the best song, but hey, it, 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 there's some it good jams sole, on that record. That
2: is Soul Motley 8586. I love that song. Oh yeah, I just, I
0: just love how keep
2: your eye on the money. On <laughs> Keep your eye on the dealer's hand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh God, this has turned into a Motley Crue podcast.
1: We, we need to steer it back into uh, Metal Militia territory here. Oh
0: now. my God,
2: dude! <laughs> you know, I'm just looking at my collection now, going, Shane, where'd you get all this shit? And I, I, am not, I'm not like Bob's got a hell of a memory. He remembers the name of the store. He probably remembers what he paid for the damn thing.
1: Um, which one? <laughs> yeah <Anything. laughs> which one? Because I, I remember a lot of those, those quote-unquote import CDs were. You know, $49.99, $29.99, $39.99. Yeah, all
0: those import yeah. bootlegs are always really expensive. And I remember when I was a kid and I'd go to those record stores, I was like, Why the hell are these so expensive? It's got a bunch of fucking Japanese or, you know, whatever language mm-hmm. written okay, all over is, it.
2: This is OG and I have no yeah. idea I have no idea what I paid for it and I have no idea I remember where I got it but I don't remember what I paid for it. I don't remember the name of the store.
0: Yeah, but if you ask Shane where. This is the jump in the fire vinyl, by the way, everyone. That's sick. If you ask Shane where one played July 22nd in 2013 and what that. we opened with, he'd know exactly what it would be. Was it Bread Fan? Yeah, we opened with Bread Fan in Lincoln, Nebraska <laughs>
2: <laughs> at the Bourbon Theater. Bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> that was the day after KC, uh, Bonner Springs. See, you've got a good memory, but I, I can't pinpoint that date. Sorry no i i
0: don't know the exact date
1: <laughs> there's speaking of getting stuff there was there was um i just saw somebody on facebook on like one of the metallica collectors groups post a bunch of merch and it was like all like stuff that he recently got and it was kind of from that boom in the the late 90s early 2000s when there was all that merch at spencer's gifts
2: yeah you know right. like
1: the the um
2: i like to call that the ebay era too
1: well yeah the the head statues like the the thing that was like and i know aaron ginther has a bunch of these which are cool you know but i i remember looking at him like man I, I can't get all this shit you know i i just i can't get started on that and even the bobbleheads the uh the tiki ones i'm like i don't need that uh, you know right. okay i i get it but i with the bobbleheads i got um the james and the lars one that were i think the ones that were supposed to come out that eventually came out, not the first ones that were unauthorized. Mm-hmm. Um, those I think came out from NECA back in the day, the, the the first version, and then they apparently didn't have the the deal. The ink wasn't dry or something. The colors like, oh, were, were different. Doing, yeah, there
0: was it, lead in the paint. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I do remember a
2: color issue with the with the heads.
1: That's what it was. Man, it just. I, it, and now it's like you look at those on, on eBay and they're like, holy shit, for that amount of money? I'm like,
0: oh, yeah, I, whenever you find them. Oh, I got to go
2: interject here. Speaking of bobbleheads, <laughs> I remember exactly where I was when I did not purchase, but I was gifted all four of the bobbleheads at once. Are, are you sure oh, you're no ready shit. for this amazing story? Oh, boy. I went over to my girlfriend at the time's house. Five days before my birthday to break up with her. <laughs> so five days before my birthday, and I end things. We saw each other for about a year, and these came out. Correct me, Bob, right around the same anger time. Yeah.
1: Oh three oh four.
2: And it was one of those things where I'm like, yeah, I just a couple months worth of like, when am I going to pull the plug and you know dump the girlfriend and in, in the college <laughs> years, and she's like you son of a bitch, and blah, 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 and, and it's five days before your birthday, so get the fuck out of my house, but I figured you wanted your gift, and she throws me all four bobbleheads. I'm like, fucking score.
1: <laughs> you, got, you got a parting gift. Yeah.
0: Wow. Now, that's a great story. If you're listening, whoever you are, you know who you are. A <laughs> Great story. <laughs> she
2: could. Eh, maybe she's not. She could be, but I doubt it. <laughs> but it was like, you son of a bitch and blah blah blah. You know, the usual breakup and there's tears yeah. and there's crying and then she throws four brand new bobblehead boxes at me. I'm like, fucking sweet, this is a good day. <laughs> now nah, she's I'm probably a-
1: like shit. She's looking at eBay like, Man, I could have fucking made a made
0: some of- <laughs> money off of this
1: <laughs> bastard.
2: Fifteen, sixteen years later. Yeah. Seventeen, God time flies. Oh man. Let let's good, not talk good about memories. That. <laughs> good memories, man. Good memories. Absolutely. It pays to break up with people. You get gifts sooner than you think. (laughs) You get gifts.
1: (laughs) You get shit broken.
0: Yeah, your face broken.
1: (laughs) I got a a girlfriend in like eighth grade or freshman year or something. I gave her um, the four faces, the black shirt with the four faces on it, you know. Nice. I'm like, shit, man. I wish I had that shirt. I mean, I, my wife actually got one in those when she saw that tour. So.
0: so what you're saying is when you broke up, Bob, you did not get that shirt back. No, I didn't get it. I, I gave it. I realized like, oh, that oh, I have missed oh. out on quite a few of my clothes from previous, previous exes. I used to have this <laughs> badass ESP Guitars hoodie, and I gave it to one of the girls I was friends with quote unquote at the time <laughs> <laughs> we'll just say that for lack of better terms and oh uh, yeah. of course when i ended it i didn't get my sweatshirt i was like that's like a 50 dollars sweatshirt i want that shit back nope <laughs> nope didn't get my shit back
2: i think over the years with girls i've lost probably a dozen sweatshirt hoodies and oh easily where i'm like yeah, damn it you're
0: like I really liked that one. <laughs> I know. See,
1: the, the the same thing with music. God. Like I would lend stuff out to people, but I would never lend my Metallica stuff out because I'd be afraid that I'd never get it back, or if I got it back, it would come back in a different
2: state. Yeah, I never let music CDs or records out, but it was yeah. always like, hey, can I borrow this hoodie? And then, of course, four months later, it's like, fuck, I need that. Like, I need that back because we're done. <laughs> and it's like, is it worth contacting her to get that? Bob, remember that '93 '94 hoodie where? It's the world, and there's an eagle on top of it. Oh, I know that one. You know that one, Jeff. And there's like blood, like covering. You know what I mean? The eagle on top of the globe.
1: It's got the it's got the the hand drawn scary guy on the wrist too. Yes,
2: it does. Mm -hmm. And I yeah, I,
1: I have that in the closet.
2: I bought that used, used from a friend of mine for an insane amount of money, and then of course. She'd need to borrow the hoodie, and I never got it back. I'm like, uh, you suck. I hate that's you. That's a
1: cool shirt, because it's, it's like T-shirt material. It's not like a regular hoodie. It's
2: Exactly. It's still- and, of course, they see it on eBay now for going 2 250 and uh, like, oh, it just kills me. Oh, you fucked up, Shane. Speaking of. <laughs> I did. I fucked up a lot, and I've lost a lot of merch because of it. A lot of probably really rare merch. <laughs> yeah, right? I haven't lost what- great relationships. I've just lost good merch. <laughs> 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 what?
1: One thing that I, that I wish Metallica would reprint is the long-sleeve Damage Incorporated shirt that you see James wearing in certain I live pics from yep. 86. Yes, that's awesome. that shirt rules. So somebody, again, <laughs> on Facebook had posted something um, at H&M Russia. I didn't even know they had H&M in Russia, but yeah. whatever. Um, there's a long-sleeve Damage Incorporated shirt at H&M. And so I'm like, well i'm like let me get on the internet here and see what i can find on h and so i'm looking and uh of course it's a women's shirt it's not a I'm like oh, you bastards you but it doesn't have it. a back
0: no i can't like, it's probably coming from chernobyl sure. you don't want it yeah right it's full of, <laughs> full of radiation
1: radiation's free of charge yeah from he's from like w- put,
0: put this shirt on to grow a third nipple <laughs> <laughs> it's from the wuhan lab <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know, it's like, really? They're going to they're gonna print that shit for H&M but not do it for the Met Store? What's up? Come on, yeah, guys. Yeah, why did, Why
0: does uh, everybody overseas get better shit than we get here? I don't know. Including like set the, lists. Swear. <laughs> like, this is your home. This is true. This like, is true. give us what we want.
1: Well, now, Europe, you something. get
0: disposable
2: heroes. In the States, sad but true. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> here, Enjoy. Here,
1: here's, here's something, though. So, one thing that for the longest time when it seemed like Metallica was only playing Europe, <laughs> you know, like every oh, you mean summer. every summer, yeah, yeah, and you you see people on on uh, on the the forums and stuff saying, "Oh, the European crowds are so much better," and this and that. and I'm like, man, I got some pride here. What's up, you know? And after being at louder than life, I'm like, okay, I I, I can see maybe where there's an argument that American crowds, especially at a festival, are kind of lamer because. um In Shane, you saw it. I mean the people that we saw there I don't think they were there for one band they were just there to get fucked up yeah they were just
0: there to go festival
2: yeah they were there to crowd surf during the whole set and piss me off and they did just that is what you're
0: saying exactly America exactly. America is too much when it comes to festivals I mean don't get me wrong there's a lot of hard rock and metal festivals out there but let's face it in America what are majority of the festivals hip hop pop EDM shit like that where just like you said people are going there just so they can get fucked up just so they can drink party go crazy. Yep seeing Metallica and everybody else that's just a bonus mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will
2: but say I, I, I enjoyed uh, Breaking Benjamin I
0: enjoyed they're good Rise Against I really enjoyed too. Judas Priest oh, I've never seen him <laughs> um, dude Richie
1: Faulkner had a heart attack yeah yeah, at that, that well, show it was,
0: oh I thought dude, it was, couldn't believe it was that, that night yes
1: yeah they're saying that he either had it during the, during show, the show and show. finished the show or right after the show I'm
0: holy like, shit what
2: Jeff dude, that that dude can shred Jeff. Oh yeah. Absolutely.
0: Amazing. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was either the I thought for some reason I thought it was like the next morning that it happened. Yeah. We insane. got home the next
2: day and then, you know, all blabbermouth all that shit was like, "Oh, Judas Priest guitars just right. jammed with, you know, Kirk Hammett in front of 60,000." I'm like, "Yeah, so and he's under emergency heart surgery." I'm like, "Holy oh, shit. He never he looked mind. good 12 hours ago." Right. It's like, "Wow, that happened quick." Hell of a trooper.
1: Best, best wishes to him man hope he has a speedy recovery cuz like those
2: those bands I listed it was enjoyable but after that weekend it
0: made me realize how much more I love an arena show I am not a big festival person and we've yeah. we've played a few festivals before and I don't even like playing them I was just about to say like don't get me wrong playing in front of you know 15 20,000 people of course an amazing experience but even like you know I don't know festivals are just not my thing
1: yeah, I mean, you, you probably have the first 10, f- 20 rows, you know, yeah.
2: in palm. And plus, you get home and you feel like you need to take about 37 showers. I swear. you're mm-hmm. soul full of dust, dirt, grit, junk, garbage, and sweat, and all the
0: above. That's how I felt after Loudwire when we played there, because it was so hot that day. And then it was just, oh, man. It just makes me appreciate showing up to an arena at
2: 5.30, seeing the opening act from 7.30 to 8.30, and a comfortable environment, dark good lighting yep. good loud sound air conditioning if you're lucky. air conditioning yep. and i'm not 150 yards from the stage where you're let's be honest watching most of the show through the jumbotron well
0: i will i will be enjoying asking alexandria in a day to remember next monday so nice. N- normal nice dude at, and that's at, where the are they ar- at the armory great venue and that's i've not i haven't been there yet so i'm really excited to check it out great venue there so if you guys ever played
1: um you ever play at the Summerfest grounds and Uh, Milwaukee?
0: No, no. So, which is surprising um, because it's not far from us. Well, far far from me, I should say.
1: I mean, Mill Summerfest. For those that don't know, um, it's the they say it's the world's biggest music festival. It's huge um, because there's like 20 stages. And the first time I went up there, I was confused. Like, I was like, "So, this band's playing." And when I go see a band, I want to see the whole show. I don't want to leave, you know, to go to another stage to see somebody else. But that's kind of what you do. That's what you have to do. And Metallica's played there in, uh, 93. They, they played Summerfest, um...
2: What'd they open the, with?
1: It's probably Creeping Death on that tour. Because, oh, um, yeah. It was <laughs> open <Death>. Bread <laughs> <fan>. <laughs> No, Bread <laughs> Fan. Bread <laughs> Fan might have been, might have been, uh, an encore. 94. Um, <laughs> but they, uh, they, um... So there's all these little stages, but then there's a big, um, shed, basically. You know, they, I forget, they, they call it a pavilion or whatever. But it's like your standard shed, like your standard tweeter center in, um, you know, Camden, New Jersey, or, you know, the one in Tinley Park, Illinois, you know. Um, And then you have the the lawn section. Here, it's like a bowl. And Metallica also played there in 98. Um, Obviously, I didn't go to that show, but um, I went to see Slipknot there uh, last Wednesday, this past Wednesday. And first time being in that venue. But it was a nice venue, and it was small. It was smaller than the typical sheds that i've been in i mean the lawn section was really small we weren't in the lawn we were in the seats but
2: we haven't played there but i saw it's funny you bring that up i saw metalka there on the reload tour
1: oh so you so okay so yeah you're familiar with it all yes. right
2: awesome Dude, place
1: this place wasn't sold out so we were kind of concerned we got up there I for had to slipknot work, so, yeah we we got up there about a half hour before Slipknot went on, so we missed Kill Switch and Um Fever three 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 and who at Code Orange I think was on the bill. Oh they're a great. Basically band. we could have seen all of them at Louder Than Life if we had been there the first day. Um but uh we get there a half hour and we're still looking around like this place is not full and
0: That's weird for we Slipknot. <laughs>
1: yeah, we had decent seats but Soon as soon as the lights went down and you know their their intro started, I'm like, let's just move forward. So we moved up like five or six rows and still had decent seats where we could see. We were on clown side, um, but we still had the big screens where we could you know see things up close.
2: And everybody in that was, band looks like a clown. I I still to this day don't know who clown is. The one that looks like an
0: actual clown. He's, no, they all look like whatever. No,
1: but clown. He's one of the guys that hits the kegs. Yeah, he's a percussionist.
0: Oh, one of twenty.
1: <laughs> he's 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 um, not to toot my horn, but we we got the meat clown. Um, uh, in Sean Sean Cran. Cran. Sean Cran. Cran. Yeah,
0: he's a director. Listen yeah, to and you.
1: he's he's responsible for the visual look of Slipknot and he directs a lot effect, of their videos. Yeah, the overall effect of their stage show.
2: If I went to Slipknot, it would be to watch the drummer and only the drummer and walk away so going that drummer is amazing, Sick. and the rest was a snooze fest
0: oh come on mick and jim they're phenomenal guitar yeah, players Yeah,
2: jim's jim's rad and nope, i mean <laughs> here to watch the drummer and who doesn't want to watch
0: Corey run around like a maniac <laughs> no
1: pretty much yeah no. no um jay weinberg too um i saw him open for uh this band um h20 uh, at CBGB's his band Oh, you've been to CBGB's?
0: That's great. A
1: couple of times, yeah. His so Bob, we, you
0: don't, Bob. If you
2: survived CBGB's, you don't need the COVID vaccine if you got right? here, I swear. You're immune to the world. That's how I feel about Station
0: 4. The Station <laughs> I, I, I 4 I bathroom didn't have this Station 4 St. Paul's a close they, second. They had so they're shitter, so they had a <laughs> urinal and then they had one stall for With you to no, take. But, but it's not a stall. It wasn't a stall, it was just the toilet. There's no wall, <laughs> so you just shit out in the open.
1: <laughs> yeah, and didn't even have a seat. I didn't. I didn't have to, you know, go poo or anything. But I did have a tinkle in there a couple <laughs> of times.
2: And you're like, just, think of the people who've been in here.
1: Uh, think of what's happened in this past. Oh,
2: absolutely. It's... Yeah, you are immune to all to everything. Uh, uh, pandemics for life. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs>
0: So speaking of live shows, Bob, are you going to the 40th anniversary? Absolutely. Of course. Are you, I assume you're going to both nights. Hell yeah. Is we the wife the, going? The, hell yeah. Okay.
1: We're gonna make it. We're gonna make a vacation out of it. It's gonna be fun. Ooh,
0: a Bay Area getaway. Yeah. I, me and Shane are gonna go on vacation too. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting one bed. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> we should do a we should do a, a trip to like Alcatraz together and do like a. And podcast for all, like live on location. That would be cool. Oh, you
2: just just hold your horses. There's things in the mix. Don't don't <laughs> yeah. get mad at yourself. There'll be yeah. some, there'll be some cool APFO events going on, dude. Yeah, it's gonna so, be a good time.
0: So, Bob, we've done this twenty week countdown to the fortieth anniversary, and you know we're picking, you know, trying to pick more rare songs off the records. We are still in the black album phase. So sorry, to all the weeks to go. 10 weeks to go. And sorry to all the listeners if you're sick of listening to us talk about the Black Album, but here it is again, uh, week number 10 and voting for all. This is the last,
2: uh, holy tongue twister, this is the last choice off the Black Album. Off the Black, black Album. And then voting for all. Next week, week
0: trial. Next week we'll be moving into Load. I can't wait for that. Yeah, me too. That, that's where it starts getting I'm, interesting. I'm kind of Black
2: Album.
1: black Blacked out? <laughs>
0: Yeah, a little blacked out. No, I agree. Scorpions were blacked out. (laughs) (laughs) Right, that's a great one.
2: I'm still going to Aftershock in five days, and I'm already black-albumed out. Yeah, so
0: hopefully you don't have to hear it again. And (laughs) You're probably going to hear it. I'm
2: going to Friday. Dude, check this out.
0: Hopefully they don't play Struggle again. Check this out.
2: I had no intentions of going to Aftershock for multiple reasons. I have a six-day trip for work, and that Friday I get into Sacramento at noon. And I oh. didn't even bid my schedule for that. wasn't even thinking of it. The more and more I looked at my calendar, I'm like, "What am I going to do in Sacramento all day on that Friday?" And all of a sudden, I'm like, "Holy shit!" Well, I think Perfect. I got plans that afternoon. You're like, well, looks like my day is made. Yeah, my day is set, <laughs> dude. I, hopefully, that's not the Black Album day, and it'll be just a regular Maybe set. Maybe they'll we'll play, play it front to bit. back.
0: Yeah, you know, if they, they play, I told I told Shane for Louder Than Life. I'm like, "How great would it be if, ex- yeah, if Ecstasy." fucking plays lights go out and you just hear the intro to enter sandman and they just go right into black album front to back starting right then and there i'm like that's where i would be totally fine with hearing enter sandman to see them come out to that again like they used to and just blast through that album would be amazing
1: yeah, but maybe I was it'll be for that for night too.
0: It'll be like the night Bob and I hung out and watched them 50,000 people no Sandman, no Black Album tunes on Friday night. It was very odd. And that's yeah. You know, if you're not going to open with Sandman, that's my kind of night. Okay. <laughs> 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 so
1: and no, nothing else matters. So let's. Yeah, even it was better.
0: Odd. Even better. But while we're still talking about the black album, we have a battle of the bass songs tonight. So, Ooh. the God that Failed versus My Friend of Misery. Which song would you rather hear live Ooh. at the 40th anniversary?
1: Easily, Misery. Just wow. number number one because wow. I've only heard it. I've only... <laughs> We, we got to do that proper, um, but I've only heard it. I've only seen it live once, and that yeah. was you know last Sunday. But number two, um, you know the the, I guess as Lars might say, it's a no brainer that hopefully Jason would come up and play it. Um, That's a good even point. if he didn't play it. I mean, it would still be rad to see. Right. But God that failed. I I like God that failed. But it seems to me like. It's, as they've played it over the years it doesn't feel as tight as it did in 94 um, I don't know if, if you guys listened to some of the other live versions but especially when I first heard it in 04 it was it was rough you know but now so, they were I mean, rough in 04 yeah and, and I mean obviously you know Rob was using a pick um, when good they played point. it in, um, last Sunday I don't know if he did did that um, good point in 2012 when they played the album
0: both of those songs need a pick on bass. yeah yes. Not that Rob's fingertips don't produce da-na-da, magic, but there's da-na-da. something about those songs that you just need that trebly just attack of a pick for the bass, mm-hmm. especially God yeah. That Failed. I feel like that one really, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely misery. my vote's for Misery. So,
0: Well, Shane. Jeffrey. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I do that every week, do you realize that? Every week. Jeff, Shane, what do you got? your turn. Well, well, Uh, well, that's fine. I'll go. I think, okay, so I think Misery is a better written song than God That Failed, but I personally like the God That Failed better as a song, so I would have to pick that one. That's just the one that I'd want to hear live. But nothing against My Friend of Misery. Like I said, I think it's one of the most well-written Metallica songs ever. Yeah. What about you, Shane? What one would you rather hear? Holier
2: holier (laughs) through the never they fucking murdered holier uh last weekend it was very well done i was impressed yeah that was um i'm gonna have to go with my co-host on this because i still think that god live i agree with what bob said i still think god is more powerful and i guess what i'm trying to say is it represents the black album better than than how they play Misery in a live setting.
0: That makes sense. That, make, yeah. that makes yeah, sense. I see
1: that. Yep. I see that for sure. Well, yeah, because
0: you got to take that into consideration. and You know, you got to think about, all right, are they going to, you know, it's like when when we had Dire's Eve. Of course, everyone knows that that's my favorite Kirk solo, but do I think that in their 40th anniversary show that they're going to go out and play that song right. better than they're going to play Freight Ends of Sanity, you know what I mean? And I I think I kind of agree with Shane. Like, I, I feel like, because God That Failed is a very straightforward song, you know? There's yeah. not there's not really a lot in there that you're going to, you know, that you're going to mess up or anything. Not that I think they're going to mess up misery, but it's just a very solid straightforward song. Before yeah. I forget, the results last week, Jeff
2: said 80-20, I said 70-30. <laughs> Tread and wolf. wolf and Man squeaked by by four percent. I'm still surprised by that. Actually, I'm not surprised by that because Jeff and I get punked on this every week. It seems like.
0: Yeah, and you know what? We're always telling our listeners do the right thing, and you guys kind of did the right thing this time, <laughs> but only by a, a small margin. <laughs> I'd rather hear Volbeat's version of Tread. Oh, I'm I'm going to say I think that Misery is going to win this vote on the. Yeah, I think it's going to win. But,
1: now, if they if they if they played the little tail at the end of the God that Failed that they haven't played since ninety four, that's right. Then it would win. But since they don't do it, it's that tail. Yeah, you got to do that.
0: Yep, that's very true. It's always the little details, those things the, that... Or
1: they need to have... James needs to put his guitar down and come out and do the, the shotgun cocking for the, the last <laughs> verse.
0: That'd be cool. Could you imagine <laughs> Hepfield out on... Yeah, just just what the people of San Francisco want to see Hetfield coming out on stage oh, yeah. with a shotgun. Shotgun. <laughs> a flipping 12-gauge. What do you think? What do you think? They don't
1: even need him. They don't even need James to do it. They could have Jim Martin come out and do it. He could yeah. bring his shotguns. <laughs> Oof, that'd be big.
2: It's funny how you guys were talking about the shotgun in the studio... I instantly jump to the footage of where he's cocking it. Going, I told you not
0: to fuck around, yeah. <laughs> I mean,
2: right? Fuck you! Told you not to fuck around.
1: Sweet Danzig shirt in that footage too.
0: I like that trucker hat he's wearing with his flannel.
2: Jeff, don't be jealous, but Mr. Work got to talk with Adam Dubin last
0: week. So I hear some true moment, some interesting stuff. I bet you know. I you know we had him on on a podcast for all, obviously, and some off the cuff info that Bobby got to hear.
1: That was cool. I, I was trying not to be a punisher and be like, Oh my god, dude. Do you remember that time when you filmed with that and Kirk like threw the ice cream at your camera lens and oh. called you names? That was cool. You know? Yeah, that
2: it's was cool. funny. It's funny how Bob and I tried to play it cool, but dude, we asked so many fucking questions.
0: Oh, I I, I feel like I do the same thing. Like, oh man. Bob's like when Kirk was in that horror exhibit store, where was that? Yeah.
1: See, that's that's stuff that has been nagging in the back of my head for
2: the things 30 you years. To you, you've got out.
0: good questions anytime that we have some kind of special guest where we're going to have you know like fans or listeners write in questions we, we're just going to go to bob because he's always got some he's got some good questions Thanks, up here. What well, we could Thanks, call man. it the, the <laughs> ask bob section what could we title that
1: oh god then you don't want to do that because then you'll have people not listening hey we'll
0: just name it after the classic bill murray movie what about bob what about bob what, what about bob, bob?
1: There you go.
2: Of Bob and Man. Of Bob and Man. (laughs) Of Bob and Man. (laughs) Of Bob and Questions. Hey. Uh, Bob them all.
1: I don't mind being the butt of jokes as long as they're as low as mine.
2: That's right. (laughs) Right? It's back when Bob had one chin. Right.
1: (laughs) I still have one chin.
2: Bob used to be a woman?
0: Of of Bob and Man. I like that. That's good. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, We'll we'll have a weekly segment where we just have Bob call in. (laughs)
1: <laughs> have me call in and ask a question. All right, Bob,
0: we'll, what's your we'll question him, for this week? <laughs> what, what's your question for this guest?
2: We'll give him a window of when we're recording, and we never know when he's going to appear. He just, <laughs> yeah, oh, just, whoop, Bob's here. Oh, Bob's here. <laughs> so just, what do you
0: have for us today?
1: <laughs> well, you know, um, I, don't, I don't have anything right now. It'll
0: be like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood when the mailman just all of a sudden appears. That, that'll be Bob. <laughs> <laughs> He'll come in on the train.
1: I want to be trolley. Or trolley, yeah. yeah. Just come in. <laughs>
0: Dude, cool.
2: I'm watching that show. He had that little remote control down by that wood paneling by his leg. Oh, yeah. Is that how he did it? Can you imagine having that button in your house and the train comes through the wall? That, that was like a bucket list item when I was, I don't know, five years old. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I would have wanted Mail something man, like that, too. trolley. If and you he had a stoplight um, in his kitchen. How bitching is that? Dude, Mr.
0: Rogers was the man. And
1: the, the goldfish thing, too, in the fish tank. If you go to, yes. um, obviously, Pittsburgh, um, if you go to the Monroeville Mall, um where a certain movie was filmed that um I'm sure I talked about. A certain zombie movie was filmed at the Monroeville Mall. But there's a cool Dude. um uh there's a display little tribute to he Mr. Was from Rogers Pittsburgh. in there. He was, yeah. They're, they have one of the trolleys in there, one of the little model trolleys, pair of his shoes and one of his sweaters in this display case. And for some reason it's in one of the cor- one of the end courts of the mall.
2: It's That's just it's Jim.
0: really
1: bizarre. But I was like, Holy shit, Mr. Rogers, duh.
0: He was yeah, cool. He was an innovator
2: for sure. I don't know if it's one of the trolleys but it was probably a mock-up trolley. I think it's like in the D Concourse at the Pittsburgh Airport. Oh nice. Before you yeah, go that, down that to Vegas claim there's some homage to him. And I'm like, "Oh, that's cool. I I don't think it's the trolley, but it's it's one of them.
1: The stunt trolley."
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about the mailman just showing up unannounced. Yeah, he just
1: shows up. He's like, "Hey, what's up?"
0: So, Bob, you obviously have some great questions. I do have a question for you because sure. back when we started in Podcast for all, you know, we had these 49 little nine years ago. Yeah, exactly. We had we had these <laughs> We had some segments, and throughout. You know, the course of each season We've changed things, added things You know, modified it Well, one thing that we didn't have When we originally had you on Was the song that should not be So, you know, you being such a diehard Metallica fan I mean, I know that you're You're probably that type of fan that's like There's really no such thing as a bad Metallica song There's just some that are better than others If you had to pick a song that should not be What song would that be? And, you know, I mean I wanna say to put the stipulation to not pick, pick something from St. Anger cuz that seems like the <laughs> obvious choice but if you do it's all right.
2: Yeah, <laughs> going to say
0: we did it by jaw rule. We <laughs>
1: yeah. did it again. Yeah, dude, dude, I'll put that on my I'll put that when I'm put that on when I'm driving. I'm singing along to that. I've know. actually listened to it a couple times. <laughs> Just when you thought it was Dude, over, I bought that. I bought that <laughs> fucking CD when it came out, man. Wasn't that for
0: like the, that, the Biker Boy soundtrack or something no, like that? No, there's
1: or? there there was a couple of versions of that. So the first, Weirdest so it was
2: 2001, I want to say.
1: Yeah, so it came out on the Biker Boy soundtrack, but before that, it came out on a Swiss Beats record called Ghetto Stories. Oh, that's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Ghetto and Stories.
2: I, boy, how original.
1: And that shit got it actually got delayed and. I... I look like an idiot wearing a Metallica shirt going into the record store. Hey, do you got uh, ghetto stories by Swiss beats? Oh no, it got pushed back. It's, uh, you know, coming out <laughs> next week. No, by
0: the way, that's, that's swizz beats. Swiss. <laughs> Swiss. Two, two Z's. Yeah. Swizz. Two, two Z's fuckers. Yeah. You, no. you go you go in there like a total metalhead. Hey, do you have that new Swiss beat album? <laughs> yeah, Swiss Beats. And
1: then they bring out ghost or ABBA or something. Or wait, is that Swiss? Yeah. Or is that, is that Swede? I don't know. Close enough. I remember buying this yeah.
2: song on the Spawn soundtrack that had Kirk Soloing over it. Oh Satan. man, Yes. But that's Orbital. it. You're right. Yep. Or yeah. that's it. Yep. That's a cool Spawn riff. That's it was the Spawn
0: single, and I'm like, why did I buy this? I think that wasn't good. No.
1: And then and then there's two versions of the For Whom the Bell Tolls. The the so on the on the soundtrack Dude, it was For Whom the Bell memory. Tolls. The irony of it all, and then on the my the Memory Remains B side it was for whom the bell tolls haven't heard it yet, Mix.
2: There you have it, everyone, of Bob and Man. That was some incredible information. Nerd. So, <laughs> I don't think I don't
0: think he picked We Did It Again as his <laughs> song that should no, not be. No, no, <laughs> no.
1: No, you know, I, I've been thinking about this since uh, since you guys started the segment and, uh, you're, you know, you're right, Jeff, They're, I'm kind of that nerd that, I mean, there's songs that I, it's not that I hate them, there's songs that I just don't listen to. Right. But for the most part, it's like, you know, I try to find the good in each song.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um,
1: if I was going to pick something off Saint Anger, sorry, um, I would go with probably Purify. Purify? Oh wow, look <laughs> at just, that! How did I say said it like that five at the, times? It's always
0: Purify because even even me, like I love Saint Anger and I love the main riff yeah. for Purify, but it is a terrible song.
1: It's it's just the the the, snare in the beginning is so it's it's so in your ears. Um, but I guess if I, if I wanted to be different, yeah, like, like, pick exclude
0: Saint Anger and Saint Lulu. Anger. That's no, we just have to exclude Purify because that's been like five times. Yeah, it's like, like five or six times, eighty or ninety times. Too many times. Right, oh, man. Mine's still Thorn Within.
1: I love Load as as much as I love Load. I would, I mean, I would probably say something off of. I could I could maybe pick one off of each record, but for Load, I would probably say.
0: Wait, you could pick a song that should not be off of each record? Did I just hear that?
1: I could I could try.
0: Every record, or you just meant load and reload?
1: I, I could try off of each record. Fuck it. Let's do oh it. Oh,
2: my God. Okay, you know let We're going to do this, this real quick. We're, we're going to start. Circus
0: act. Kill them <laughs> all. Which song needs to go? Rapid Fire. Yep, it's going to be Rapid Fire. Kill
1: them all. Let's do Jump of the Fire.
0: Wow. <laughs> okay, this is going to be interesting. Okay, Ride the Lightning. Wow.
1: The easy ones escape.
0: Ah, oh. oh. wow wow okay puppets
1: puppets um i would probably go with fuck um, <laughs> that might be the isn't hardest fuck, one isn't, isn't isn't fuck on on master of puppets yeah track, it's on, nine. It's on side, track nine side three um for that side one three. I w- fuck i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with leper just and and that's and I love leper Messiah. No, no, no. I get what I you're do. saying. Yeah, we yeah, don't yeah.
2: need explanations. No, we yeah. Need a goddamn answer.
0: So, yeah,
1: <laughs> leper, leper. You can sit outside. You're you're not you're not riding in the
0: van. Okay, leper leper's riding the bench now. He's not part of the A squad anymore. Yeah. All, all right. So who who's getting For, cut from the team on justice? I want to ask about Garage Days. Oh
1: oh yeah, we, we got to go in order. Yeah, you, you got, got five um, choices. Garage Days. Let's do <laughs> let's let's get rid of uh, Crash Course. Whoa wow, wow. <laughs> just cause because because there's a better budgie cover and it's called bread fan that's a that's a that's a sound bite for you right there
0: oh my god that, that's good that's, that's, good. The that's, that's, that's gonna be an audio clip for the next year yeah that's the sound yeah. of making it <laughs> fucking
1: bread fan
2: oh my god yeah. alright um, right,
1: so, so justice um I love the song but if I'm if I'm in a skippable mood I have the beholders gotta go black album Black album,
0: um, Inter Sandman. It's okay, you can say it. No, he's not going <laughs> to say that. Um, he did this well, to himself. We, Jeff. Could, we
1: could say, <laughs> we could say, "Don't tread on me." Could go.
0: I would. That's what I probably would pick off that album too. <laughs> yeah. Load, and and load.
1: Load. I would say for for load. I like I this. Could do, I could do Cure or Poor Twisted Me, but again, I I love that record pretty much front to back. But I'll go with Poor Twisted Me. How about that? Okay. Reload Plot twisted Um, Reload I'm gonna say Slither
2: Hmm Oh you mean the song That sounds like Sandman In the riff (laughs) Exactly (laughs) Every time I hear that riff I'm like two That is like one note Different than Sandman Go listen to it That's an acceptable answer Slither (laughs) riff Slither riff Straight up Sandman Yeah
0: someone done A side by side comparison On YouTube Just look up Slither Sandman comparison You'll hear it Now that I said it
2: Oh
1: now I'm not gonna be able To unhear it um, so for Garage Inc. do we do do I cheat and say crash course and brain surgery or no yeah
2: I choose from disc one now. <laughs> disc one. I like that. Good job, Jeff.
1: Alright, disc one, the ladies are gonna be mad, but I'll say lover man.
0: Oh
2: <laughs> o is for oh yes. Bob Again I love Rourke that does. I get that I
1: love that murder murder ballad, you know, Nick Cave thing, but I mean, fuck it. You got you got "Die, Die, My Darling" before it, and "Merciful Fate" right after. After, it. yeah. On.
0: All right, now the next one we're gonna just we're gonna group Ours these ones. for rape me. We're gonna group the this <laughs> next Ours one. For remove me. Yeah, remove me. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna group these next ones together. So we're gonna put what Clover, Human, I disappear. Just because they're not Ooh. off an album, but put between mm. those three, which one is sitting out? Mm. Wow, good catch.
1: Yeah, that's a real good catch. Um, I'm gonna say I disappear. Just wow. because, just because, minus human hasn't gotten any love since nineteen ninety nine. It
0: never gets love.
1: I mean, that's a that's a f- heavy fat motherfucker. It is, and
0: it's a very it's a very forgotten Metallica track. For <laughs> it sure. is,
1: it is. You know, and I love I disappear, but you know, it,
0: it, it's riding the bench it, now.
1: It, it, it can, yeah, it, it can sit this one out for a second.
0: All right, so then we already talked about Saint Anger. He said purify. <laughs> um, now we're yeah. death magnetic. Now Death we forgot magnetic. about all one Swiss beats. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Do do we do the do we do the um the uh Ramones covers too or No, that's right.
0: Oh We're happy God. family that one We could talk
2: go. about this for 5 hours.
0: <laughs> yeah, we could start bringing in all the different covers they did. Yeah. All right.
2: Um for definitely magnetic, magnetic, your least favorite pussy looking song. Oh, man. Oh,
0: that's easy. My Apocalypse.
2: Negative. Ah, uh,
1: you know, it Man, For I that one, I know I'm going to get some hate. I'd say Judas Kiss. Thank oh, no, you. That's
0: what, I, I knew that's what Shane was going to pick. <laughs> thank you. <Yeah>. God, thank <laughs> you I, I so <laughs> much.
2: I do love that, that breakdown. That should have been on Beyond Magnetic.
0: Yeah, I, I do love that breakdown. <laughs> Ellen Back Kiss. should have been on there. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, I, I would I, – yeah, okay. We'll, we'll go with Judas
0: Kiss. Do we want to include B- Beyond Magnetic on this?
1: Sure, why not? Let's, let's get rid of um, – Hate Train. Um, no, I hate Train's got some good vibes Just to a it. bullet
2: away? Negative.
1: And I like Hell and Back. So let's go with um, whatever the fuck it is <laughs> the, Thorn Within. The, Thorn Within? The, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the lights. No.
0: Whatever the one is that we didn't say out of those four Rebel of Babylon. Oh, yeah, Babylon. Yeah. Because,
1: yep. I mean, that one, That I like what it's about. I like the the story that it's kind of telling and the picture that it's painting, um, but man, it's fucking hard to sing along to because it's so fast and everything. It feels like the enti- like everything mm-hmm. is happening at once. Like it's it's a little too chaotic. <laughs>
0: like the Judas Kiss, where they just grabbed everything and threw it into a pot, mixed it together, and poured it out. <laughs> they even had the bicycle. One big parts. pile of shit yeah. here.
2: So you guys know this shit. You're right. <laughs> all right what's that next record the one
0: with uh oh the four faces oh yeah the record. one with oh, the faces hard-wired. and four uh, faces and lords of summer can be included in this
1: <laughs> can it that's fair oh, yeah well, yeah I, I would say probably lords of summer then oh dude i, <laughs> I, no <laughs> way. No, I can't no even, way that I, should no, have been on the record
0: yeah that's not on the record that's 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 cheap well lyrically it shouldn't have been on the record but there I mean, are songs <laughs> that were not as good as that song musically. yeah I, like murder the,
1: one, uh, yeah. The obvious one is Murder One.
0: Yeah, no, you know, I, Murder no. One.
1: I I like I like obviously what it's about, and my justification for Murder One is that when you think Metallica is doing a Motorhead cover or Motorhead tribute, that it's going to sound like a Motorhead. Like song. Motorhead. So so doing it the exact opposite and having it slowed down. Hey, guess
0: what? We're going to write a song. For Motorhead and Lemmy, but it's gonna sound One like a Sabbath from yeah, sixty nine. the Yeah, mist.
1: yeah I, I would say probably Yeah, murder. E- either
0: One that or can sit can set out or Man Unkind.
1: Man unkind. I Man's not a bad yeah. song. You
0: got the load vibes in it, but it's uh it's just a little meh. Sabbathy. Yeah, it's, it's I yeah. never
2: thought we'd have a total forty year career song that should not be. That was that was intense. That was actually hey, that
0: man. was cool. And you know what? Jump in the Bob to do
2: it. Leper I wow. Yeah. Hey, you know, with with
1: with puppets. Crash course what? With with puppets, I was either (laughs) gonna go with uh, with leper or or disposable heroes.
0: Wow, you picked disposable over thing? Disposable
1: dude, I love thing. Thingy fucking I I agree. I do I do too,
0: but disposable?
1: Well
0: I know, I know. Disposable is arguably the best track on that record. No, it's not. No, A lot of to, people just delete this
1: episode.
2: <laughs> <You're>
0: damage Incorporated.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, now if we want like talk about like the 발ady songs, Fade to Black's going to win anytime. That's just me. Fade to Black. I'll take Fade over Santarium over One over fucking Unforgiven and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take I'll
0: back. I'll definitely take Fade to Black over all those yeah. too. I agree. Yeah. Easy choice. Over, yeah, I'd have to think about that.
1: Instrumentals, what do you think?
2: Uh,
0: my Number suicide one, and redemption. To live us to die. Uh, instrumentals, I'm going to have to go with Orion. What? To get rid of? Oh, no, I thought we were talking about... Oh, no, no, to keep, keep. Yeah, if oh, he was talking about man. fade to keep. I th- We, we, oh, we yeah. did it the other <laughs> way. Yeah, I was like, yeah. you're not Dino Dust from no, Chicago. No, no, I'm not gonna <laughs> No, if I had What's to pick between Chicago people? all their instrumentals, Orion would probably be my, my pick. To live Us yeah. to die. Yeah. To live Us to, to, live to is very, die. Very close. Second. The
1: the 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 little harmony that they do before the vocal part, you know, I mean that I, that to this day still gets me. I, I mean, agree. So you and, feel you feel what they were feeling at the time. And
0: the emotion of that part is so great. But the, the the problem is not the problem, but the thing is, is I wish that whole song was melodic like that instead of just this chant and it's like it's a great riff it's 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 you know but i just i wish that that whole song was as melodic as that interlude because that part is so fucking great that it's like i want to listen to that on repeat for nine minutes
1: Mm -hmm. and and that the rest of the song you know that 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 riff that dan that's from 1982 i mean you, you hear that old riff tape that that's floating around where Lars is doing that vocal, yes, he's he's doing that vocal riff.
2: Very rare, no in fact, they're nicely done.
1: Yeah, and and that's I mean it's like all right, well I, I get it. You're putting stuff together. Maybe you have that one in the pocket, but I would I would want to hear something how they felt post Cliff, you know, which maybe that was that melodic part. Right, you
2: know? right. Dudes, I can't believe in an hour in twenty two minutes everything we've talked about. Do you realize we've talked about, crew. about girlfriends? <laughs> We've talked about girlfriends throwing bobbleheads back at me. We've talked about shout out the devil ninety seven. We've talked about Mister Rogers, and we've talked about every song that should not be in Bobber Work's household.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Write that down and podcast oh, for Bob all. and Man. No, Bob yeah. and Man podcast for all talked about Mister Rogers. What's up? We're mainstream people. That's right. That's m- hashtag trolley and mailman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be. That's gonna be the outro theme. Is is Mister Rogers' neighborhood? That's gonna be theme. the Jeff, name I'm of
0: this so- this uh, this episode is going to be Mr. Rogers will Bob be our neighbor
1: <laughs> if you could put up with my Halloween decorations sure man dude your neighbor
2: this was I am so glad we got stood up tonight Jeff the last time you and I got stood up is when we recorded in your garage and we listened to garage days and
0: that actually turned out to be a really a good, good episode, episode. Yeah. your actual garage door made that episode it really did and uh <laughs> you know this this definitely tops it and I'm you know I I was bummed out fuck, that we fuck that other guest I was a little bummed, but <laughs> I'm much happier that we did this because I feel like this went a lot smoother and this a lot cool. better than this sure. was cool. Yeah. Now, we're gonna fun. have that
2: this guest is... back and someday we'll reveal and it was supposed to be a special guest tonight, and I was pretty pumped for it before that certain person canceled, but this was, oh, this was straight cool. up what in podcast for all is all about. You the fan, come on the show, drive the discussion. Bob definitely drove the discussion. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. though he thinks they should not, you know, have escape or jump on the fire, but what, whatever. What? <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, hey, no, no, no. Jump on the fire. No, that was your song that should not be. It's on
1: tape.
0: It's in stone. It, it's in Yeah, the Smithsonian. No, and now it's done. It's on record. You know It's in the Smithsonian. I
1: will say this the Killem All lyrics are way better than the No Life to Leather lyrics. Yes. Yes. Dave Mustaine, or yes. as I call him Dave Mustache. He can't his lyrics suck. <laughs> mustache. <laughs> Dave <laughs> mustache.
0: Are you an anti Daver? <laughs>
1: No, no, but he just—he just makes it—he makes it so easy, <laughs> you know. He just—he just sets him up, and you know, it's like, Dave, what are you doing?
0: He sets it up for Bob to fucking hit that home run. <laughs> Here we oh, go, man.
1: Dave Mustache. <laughs>
2: in, vo- in voting for all, my friend of misery verse. God, that failed.
0: Battle of the base. Yeah, of the voting bass. opens
2: Thursday, closes late Thursday night, with results on Friday. Bob, thanks so much for stepping in, dude. Absolutely. We will send you a royalty check of four cents in the next seven business days. And, cool. And
0: you know what, Bob? <laughs> I think I think you might be our first guest that we might make this a trilogy with. I think we're an yeah, unforgiven trilogy yeah I think we're I think we're gonna have to bring you back again and we're gonna, I think we're he's gonna just gonna be the third co-host I swear
1: in season <laughs> season ten I'll come back I'm I'm like every five years hey maybe <laughs> so season, every five seasons hey, well
0: right? maybe we'll we'll meet up with you here in a couple months in San Francisco yeah dude absolutely we'll see what happens it's, it'll be season fun man season six
2: starts next week so why don't we just have Bob as just we'll just call him number three eh. yeah we'll put him in the holier than thou slot
0: hey yeah you know if Bob wants to to join this crazy anytime. hate train of a of a ride <laughs> i'm just kidding jeff I'm, and I'm shane are the past anytime, bob's the future, yeah, bob's the future. <laughs> you,
1: you guys you guys put the bat signal out and i'm down man the bob the bat si- signal the bob signal of bob and man what is, signal what is the bob signal it probably looks like the dawn of the dead the bald head you know that's, that's why i'm going
2: like
0: this like buddy christ from dogma buddy christ and the theme song oh, yeah. is Escape <laughs> or, or, or Purify. Jump in the fire. That happened.
2: <laughs> just a disclaimer, I don't know how many samples or tracks are going to be in this because we're recording this on a Sunday night and it's due Tuesday night. Yeah. So it might be a little rough edit. If,
0: if there's not as many samples for everything we've talked about, just send hate mail because we haven't gotten a lot lately and we That's like true. it. That's true. We like, <laughs> we like hearing it. Podcast
2: for at gmail.com. All your hates, wishes, wants, and complaints.
0: We we are either one way or the other. We either want you to send us your hate mail or go give us seven star reviews. Nothing in the middle, either good or bad, people. And don't forget to vote and do the right thing, people. Of Bob and Man, yeah. Write in and tell us what you think of our of our new idea of Bob and Man. I love an hour and a half.
1: Fucking hate it.
2: Total improv. Thanks to the person who stood us up. Maybe we'll have them on again. Maybe we won't.
0: I'm going to aftershock. I'll report back next week, boys. It's been fun. Yeah. great episode thanks again Bob we really appreciate you coming Anytime. on last minute
1: yeah thanks fellas this is hella fun man
0: alright Bob yeah take care dude
1: you too bro later later you my life baby